Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to ask you a little question. Why do some people attend a church? For some, it has nothing to do with achieving obedience to the teachings of Christ. Many people attend a church simply because it's a large social gathering. They get to see a lot of their neighbors, along with friends and relatives. It's an opportunity to meet new people from the community or find somebody who they might date. Some people show up to make business contacts or to sell someone a new car. When you sit in a church service somewhere, it'd be very naive to think that everyone is there because they're seeking biblical truth and, and sincerely believe in the gospel. And that includes people in the pulpit. Many have ulterior motives fueled by religious hypocrisy. For an example, look at many of the religious leaders of Jesus' day. They appeared religious, Matthew 23, verse 5. But all our works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. They talked religiously, Matthew 6, verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have the reward. They gave religiously, Matthew 6, verse 2. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have the reward. They fasted religiously, Matthew 6, verse 16. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have the reward. They pretended to be righteous, Luke 20, verse 20. And they watched him, and sent forth spies which should feign themselves just men that they might take hold of his words, uh, that's, so they might deliver him unto the power and authority of the governor. They wouldn't accept what Christ taught. John eight thirty seven. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. They called him a liar. John 7, verse 12. And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said, He's a good man. Others said, Nay, but he deceiveth the people. They call him a wine-bibber. Matthew eleven eighteen through 19 For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He hath the devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. Many of the same people Lead churches today. Second Corinthians eleven, thirteen through fifteen says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. They are led by false prophets. Matthew 7, verse 15 says, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. 
They are greedy, false shepherds. Isaiah 56, 11. Yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way. Everyone for his gain from his quarter. They allow women to teach God's word. 1 Timothy 2, verse 12. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Revelation 2, verse 20 says, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach. They allow women to publicly speak during a church gathering. 1 Corinthians 14, 34 through 37. Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. For they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything... Let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in the church. What? Came the word of God out from you, or came it unto you only? If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things I, I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. They're liars. First John 2 verse 4. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. They reject biblical truth for worldly concepts and philosophy. Colossians 2 verse 8 says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. These people are filled with the true meaning of hypocrisy. They attend a church gathering. They claim to be a Christian, but then the rest of the week they live as, a, as the heathen do without any desire to conform or become obedient to what Christ taught. Not everybody's going to be in heaven, not even those who claim to be a Christian. It all comes down to doing the will of God, because those who reject that are going to come up short. Matthew 7, verse 21 says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. You know, some people have reduced the Christian life to saying, Lord, Lord. But yet they don't want to do any of the things that our Lord commands. Luke 6, 46 says, And why call you me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? So, why do they do it? Ulterior motives. To appear religious on the exterior without any desire to serve Christ obediently on the inside. The Christian life requires effort on your part. And it's called obedience. Without it, you're only lying to yourself. And remaining in that state will cause one to miss out on paradise. James 1.22, But be a doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The Bible says what it means, and it means what it says. These are the teachings and commands of the Lord Jesus Christ. And to fight against them is to ultimately fight against him. They are his teachings. Numerous false forms of Christianity actually preach a false Jesus because it's really not the true Jesus that's found in Scripture. A preacher is only a messenger who's telling you what God's Word teaches us to do. But if you're going to resist Scripture, you're essentially fighting against Christ. These are his commands and teachings. And to violate them is to violate your love towards them, which carries with it Extreme punishment from God. 1 Corinthians 16.22 says, If any man love not the Lord, Jesus Christ, let him be anathema 
Maranatha. I've always said it before, but just because somebody might sin or make a mistake in their Christian walk doesn't make them a hypocrite. We all have our own faults, but God gives us grace so that we can try again to overcome and to walk in his perfect will. And sometimes it takes a lot of grace, 70 times 7, to eventually become what God wants us to be. But that doesn't necessarily make you a hypocrite. Hypocrisy is pretending to be a Christian on the exterior, but completely and willfully walking against the truth of God's word through a hardened heart, through impenitence and unbelief on the inside. <clears throat> a hypocrite is, is somebody who professes spirituality, but they reject the teachings and commands of Jesus. They claim to love the Lord, but completely deny him by refusing to come into compliance with what he taught. And many people who profess to be Christian really actually shouldn't because of their hypocrisy and unbiblical lifestyle. What they do is they lead people astray from the true Christ. Some people might wear a t-shirt with a verse on it or even wear a cross around their neck. Well, the truth is on the inside, they have no desire to become obedient to the faith that they profess. They want to believe that they'll be in heaven, which... I think most of the world wholeheartedly wants to believe, but without conversion to what Christ taught, they're not going to make it. Matthew 18, verse 3 says, he says, uh, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So if there's no attempt at obedience, there's no love for God at all. Well, if there's no attempt to comply and obey, your faith is non-existent. People may claim to believe, but faith is evidenced by an obedient heart towards God's purpose and will. Many people might uh, be able to fool the world, but you cannot fool God. You know, when Andrew was very young, uh, he was sitting at the supper table one night, and he told me, God sees everything. Well, how true. Nothing is hidden from him, and he can see right inside the heart to all those ulterior motives. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye everybody.